1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning in to The Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hello and welcome back to the show. I hope you are well and I hope you are safe. This week, we're going to look at the Greek witch, Circe. And you can pronounce it this way, or the Greek way, which is Kirke, and it is this latter pronunciation that I will be doing from here on out. Kirke has appeared in many famous texts, the main one being the Odyssey by Homer, where she plays a huge role as the host of Odysseus and his crew upon their journey home to Ithaca after the Trojan War. Her name has been synonymous with witchcraft, seduction, and deception. I came across a beautiful poem that I want to read to you before we get stuck in, called "Kirke" by H.D. But I would give up rock fringes of coral, and the inmost chamber of my island palace, and my own gifts, and the whole region of my power and magic, for your glance. Most texts place her parentage with the sun-god Helios and the nymph Perse, although some have said Hecate is her actual mother, where others suggest that they are related. Often, Kirke's powers and abilities cross over with that of Hecate's. Her name is derived from the Greek verb kirko, meaning to secure with rings or hoop around, which makes reference to the binding ability of her magic. She is also the first witch to appear within Western literature. Her strength as a sorceress and sexuality made her an obvious target for the church, who came to view her as an abomination and cast her as a whore-like figure. But in the words of Laurel Thatcher Ulrich, well-behaved women rarely make history. So Kirke was in love with Glucas, a lowly sea lord. However, he only loved Skyla, a beautiful sea nymph. Kirke, distraught and jealous, poisons Skylar and turns it into a hideous sea creature. As punishment for her witchcraft, she is sentenced to exile for all eternity on an island called Ea, named after magical Greek vowels. Its exact location has caused much debate and still remains a mystery today. She lives in a stone mansion in the middle of a forest and rules from a throne, wearing a purple robe and a golden veil. She is adept at weaving, working with a huge loom, and also is able to tame wild animals that exist on the island, such as lions and wolves, and has nymphs as her attendants. Odysseus and his crew, exhausted, land on her island. For three days they camp on the beach, only to see a wisp of smoke coming from the forest. Odysseus sends his men to find the source. The men stumble upon her mansion and enter and discover Circe quote from the Odyssey. She gave them all comfortable seats, and made them posset, cheese, and meal, and pale honey mixed with pomnenian wine. But she put dangerous drugs into the mess, to make them wholly forget their native land. When once they swallowed it, she gave them a tap of her wand at once, and herded them into pens, for they now had pig heads, and grunts, and bristles, Pigs all over, except that their minds were the same as before. There they were then, miserably shut up in the pigsty. Kirke threw them a lot of beech nuts and acorns and corn or beans to eat, such as the earth-bedded swine are used to. Odysseus figures that something is amiss, and follows in the men's footsteps. But he comes across the god Hermes, who aids him by giving him a herb that makes him immune to her magic. Once inside her mansion, he threatens her and becomes her lover. He bargains for his men's transformation, and they live in paradise for a year before heading home. Yet Circe warns him that he will never return unless he travels to the underworld and speaks to the ghost of Tysias the Seer. Circe tells him how to sail there, and gives Odysseus sacrificial blood to feed the Denzians of the underworld so they could speak to him. Once there, he speaks to the Seer, who delivers prophecies about his journey home and his death. He returns to Kirke's island and sets sail for his own home, Ithaca. Kirke also plays a role in Jason and the Argonauts. Medea, a niece of Kirke, defies her father and helps Jason get the Golden Fleece. Upon fleeing from her father's ships with Jason, she kills her brother and cuts him into pieces so her father's ships have to stop and gather the body. They seek purification and absolution for their crime, so Medea takes them to Kirke's island, where she helps the doomed young lovers, and they carry on in their voyage. Majors, my sugar pot spell, it's ready. We can lift off, and I want your cup to overronneth. Sugarpot spells are traditionally used to sweeten your life and bring joy. And who doesn't want more of that? I mean, I do. Subscribe with the link in the description and you can be added. What are you waiting for? There's no time to lose. Koke really steps into her power once she arrives on the island, and her magic becomes so powerful that it is said she is able to hide the sun and the moon by her will. She's particularly adept with herbs, and uses them for magic and healing, which was called pharmakeia. And all this was self-taught from the plants she had access to in her isolation. Some of the plants used within the text have actually been identified, and the family has been given the name Sirkia. There were ancient cults devoted to Kirke that practices her pharmakeia, her greatest gift to all the witches. This is the practice of plant spirit medicine. Now the poison cocaine administered to the crew is likely to be jimsonweed weed, or Datura stramonium. It's part of the Nightshade family. She wants them to forget where they are from, which this plant will do perfectly, and she also wants to render them harmless, and datura will do this as well, interfering with the receptors of the brain to make it difficult to distinguish reality from fantasy. Homer calls the herb given to Odysseus by Hermes, mole, and it's that which is going to protect him from a magic. Research suggests that this is, in fact, the snowdrop flower. Researchers have found that a compound within this plant could protect specific neurotransmitters from being damaged by diseases and toxins, making it invaluable in the battle against Alzheimer's. Snowdrop fits the description of what Homer calls mole with petals that were milky white and that it had darkly pigmented roots. Interestingly, this would have blocked the effects of Kirke's poisonous jimson weed, and both of these plants would have easily been accessible within the classical world. Koke is also powerful for the fact that she escapes the confines of misogyny. She became a self-made woman and didn't rely on a relationship to a man to define her status, more dangerous than her magic, you could argue, especially in the ancient Greek world. She stands out from other gods and goddesses in the Greek pantheon, as she's a figure of change, transformation and growth. And that's a trait that we don't often see with other gods and goddesses within that pantheon. They are petty, they are vengeful and they are vain. She's a symbol of the wild feminine and that can turn men into pigs, which shows a certain level of anxiety regarding empowered females at that time. They're a danger to men and their status quo and 3,000 years later, this narrative is still being played out today, with powerful female icons being pulled apart. Greta Thunberg and Madonna instantly come to mind. Kirke is a destroyer of illusion. She pulls back the veil, and when it comes to her transformation spells, she merely reveals people's true characters in the form of pigs and grotesque sea monsters. Kirke also indoctrinates Odysseus into shamanism, teaching him how to journey into Hades, communicate with the dead, and also return. Witches tend to work with Kirkei with learning and charging herbs and watching over their growth. She may also be invoked for fertility, cleansing, and revealing the true identity of a person. Plants associated with her include white willow tree. It's said to be effective for contacting the spirits of the dead when the bark is combined with sandalwood and burned during the waning moon. Black adder tree. Juniper, it's said to be a sacred incense and is actually one of the oldest ingredients used by Eurasian shamans mole, which we know could be snowdrop. But there's also evidence suggesting that it could be mandrake root or rue, both of which are highly sacred plants, and the Greeks actually called mandrake kirkace plant. She's also been associated with poppy, mugwort, mullen, and henbane, Nahambane was used to provoke a state of delirium or coma, hallucinations and illusions, and it particularly favoured by magicians and shamans to help with transcendental journeys, rituals and ceremonies of necromancy, and the summoning of spirits and astral entities. In old romaine bathhouses, herbane smoke was used to increase the erotic atmosphere. Now I want to say that these herbs are dangerous and I'm not advocating their use, but if you intend to use them, please do your research. Also guys, if you are interested in looking further into the character of Kirke, there is an amazing book called Kirke by Madeline Miller. Um, one of my favourite books. Amazingly well written. Cannot speak more highly of it. Check it out if you fancy. And guys, that is what I have for this week. I want to say thank you for listening. You can find me on Instagram at TheMage as well, and it's the same for Twitter. Drop me a line. The email for the podcast is themajorswell@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please get in touch if you've got any questions, stories or experiences that you want to share and they may just get featured. If you want to support the show, I've left my Patreon link in the description. You can subscribe to my sugarpot spell and the address is patreon.com slash If you want to support the show but you're not in a financial position to do so, that's cool. You can tell your friends about the show or you can leave a five-star review. I've left a link in the episode description. And honestly, this really helps the show get discovered. Please help out in whatever way you can. I don't have sponsorship and I am an independent podcast. Thank you to Gremlin123 for the review and also to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork. I want to leave you with another poem called "Circus Power by Louise Gluck. I never turned anyone into a pig. Some people are pigs. I make them look like pigs. I'm sick of your world that lets the outside disguise the inside. Your men weren't bad men. Undisciplined life did that to them. As pigs, under the care of me and my ladies, they sweetened right up. Then I reversed the spell, showing you my goodness, as well as my power. I saw we could be happy here, as men and women are, when their needs are simple. In the same breath, I foresaw your departure, your men, with my help, braving the crying and pounding sea. You think a few tears upset me? My friend, every sorceress is a pragmatist at heart. Nobody sees essence who can't face limitation. If I only wanted to hold you, I could hold you prisoner. Peace out, witches, and I will see you next week.